Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Okay, here we are again, Rahasia Uncensored on the BBS radio channel, which is bbsradio.com forward slash spiritual activist. And once again... The reason it's spiritual activist is I see at the root of most of our problems on this planet are spiritual in nature. And that means the solutions have to be spiritual in nature also. And I also see that we're in a lot of trouble right now on this planet because not too many people are seeing things this particular way. We're caught up in everything from trunk Trump derangement to Biden losing his mind, all this stuff, which is actually true, but you can't get stuck there. You you cannot get stuck there. It has to, we need to take a deep breath, step back, because in my opinion, I think we're losing our country right now. And I don't see enough people caring or paying attention, which actually blows my mind. I mean, you think of all the soldiers that died on Normandy Beach that actually landed on the beach, charged in, knowing that they were probably going to die. What did they die for? They died for our freedoms, our freedom of speech, the freedom to arm ourselves, to have a militia, all these great freedoms that we have, and we're just pissing them off arguing can men have babies and get pregnant is a woman really a woman and i mean i don't know sometimes what to say without sounding like i'm being patronizing talking to a five-year-old but i think it will do us good to think back to the people that has warned us about this they've warned us i remember um I think it was Roosevelt. He said to one of his people that there are dark forces within our government, and when you speak of them, you dare not speak above a whisper for fear of retribution. This is going back a long ways. Then you go back to Eisenhower, his departing speech, which became popular, but we didn't do anything. You know, the military industrial complex, and he goes on to talk about technology and how it will be a force to be reckoned with and it will take over. Little did he know that it's gone light years beyond even what he was concerned about. Then you have the assassination of John F. Kennedy with the magic bullet. I mean, do you honestly believe a bullet hit three people and made U-turns and diagonal turns to do that. Like I say, sometimes it feels like I'm talking to five-year-olds. These are are crazy, crazy things that anybody in their right mind can see that something is wrong. I remember talking to Robert Kennedy Jr. about this, and he said, well, I can tell you right now, I really thought it was a conspiracy when my dad was shot and all the conspiracy theories came out until I looked at the evidence. Um, You know, the assassin had an eight-shot revolver. All eight shots were accounted for in the walls, ceilings. They were all accounted for. Not one of them went into his dad. The only bullet that went into his dad came from the rear And when his dad fell back, he fell back on, wait for it, a CIA agent. So, I don't know anymore. I 
I'm starting to see that so many conspiracy stories have come true in my lifetime. And they just keep coming true. I'm getting ready to let go of my magazine that my wife and I, we've been working on it for almost 19 years. Our heart and souls are poured into this magazine. It, it's about alternative health and living. and But I would always put my Rahasia Uncensored column in there. And I'd talk about things like um, chemtrails. People just email me all kinds of emails telling me there's no such thing as chemtrails. They're contrails. You know, and I, I still remember this little old lady down in uh, Chico coming up to me and pointing her finger at me. There's no such thing as chemtrails. And I'm looking up and, and they're up above us, you know. And I, I said, well, have you, have you ever looked up? She said, well, I look up all the time. I said, well, look up. What do you think those are? She said, those are contrails. And I don't believe in chemtrails. And I was being as polite as I could possibly be. And I said, ma'am, you do know that we're not talking about religion here. This isn't something to believe or not believe in. This is factual information. Of course, now it's come out that there's over 50 or 60 uh, aerosol programs that the government's admitting to. Then I put out uh, an article on Are We Alone, talking about, you know, are we alone? (laughs) And again, it seems like I'm talking to five-year-olds, but I got all kinds of people saying, yeah, that we're alone in the universe. God created us and everything else is just for us to look at. I'm going, oh my God. Of course, now it's come out that the government is admitting that there's things flying around in our atmosphere and we don't know what the hell they are. You know? Then I put out an article on CERN and what the director said. The director of CERN said that they're attempting to create portals where interdimensional beings can come through. And hopefully someday, maybe we can go through that dimension, that portal into another dimension. Um, People said it was a big conspiracy theory and everything. Well, now it's all matter of fact. I mean, that was a director talking. And this goes on and on and on and on. And dare not even say anything about vaccinations. Oh, my God. Um... I remember saying something in a couple issues back about, I honestly don't think, not not believe, I don't think there's more than a male and a female gender type. Biologically speaking, you're either born male or female, unless there's something wrong genetically, and that's an anomaly. Um... You, you you can't even believe the emails I started getting back that I was transphobic, that I was a white racist. I mean, things that had nothing to do with even what I said, which is a biological fact. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're getting ready to put out our last issue of Lotus Guide. And there's a part of me that, that's relieved. Um, you know, I'm 74 years old. I feel like I woke up in a mental institution at 74 and I'm looking around and everybody's crazy and I've got my paperwork where I'm going to get released in a couple of months. I mean, how involved should I get with this? How Honestly, how involved should I get? I don't know. I'm just sort of coming from off the top of my head, from my heart. And I, I can tell you at this point, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of faith that the next four or five years are going to be anything but chaotic, tumultuous, challenging, and dangerous. That's at the very least. Uh, and it's only going to go one of two ways. In the short term, either there are Democrats... I hate hate even calling them Democrats. I, I think I I used to probably identify with being a Democrat more because they were for the people, but now it's all turned around. Now for the rich people, and they're totally violent and do nothing but lie. I mean, how are you supposed to navigate those kinds of waters? They're not going to make it. In the primaries, if the election goes no fraud, 
if it goes normal, the Republicans are going to push them out. They're already winning governorships and seats and everything. They're already, the writing's definitely on the wall. Then come 2024, unless they take his life, um, which I, I don't put anything past what's going on right now. They could definitely try to assassinate. He's already been tried to be assassinated a few times, Trump. Um, if he doesn't get into the White House, I think it would be election fraud. Obviously, I'm not even going to try to put this on YouTube. I've had so many strikes. I'm right on the edge of getting my channel taken away. But if he does get in, Look what, the, look what the Antifa and Black Lives Matter did under the protection of the Democratic DOJ and the FBI and local law enforcement and everything else. Well, may, not so much local law enforcement because they had to deal with it, but FBI especially and the DOJ. Can't, and that was just over stupid stuff. You know, I just... Can you imagine... What's going to happen if Trump gets in? The, the backlash is going to be violence like we've never seen before. And if he doesn't get in, there's going to be 80 million Americans asking why. Why didn't he get in? And they're going to be looking at this election like we're looking at the last one now. I mean, 2,000 mules, it's pretty clear evidence that there was election fraud, and it's looking more and more like sheriffs of different counties in Arizona are speaking up, and, and they're trying to take control of this. They've even made a couple of arrests of people that was in that documentary, you know, just stuffing ballot boxes. We're in trouble, people. We're, we're definitely in trouble. And um, I think nobody puts it better than John F. Kennedy. He pretty much lays it out. Here he comes. Ladies and gentlemen, the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security. Please, please listen to exactly what he's saying. Because they, they say that this is the speech that got him killed by, wait for it, the CIA. <clears throat> I, I tell you, our institutions are so criminal at this point, I don't even know what to say anymore. Um like I was trying to explain before, I, I don't know how involved I want to get in this, but I, I need to, there's something in me that cries to speak out. Um, maybe it's because I have a grandkid or two. Maybe it's because I have kids and friends that are younger. Uh, there must be something that I can do, and this seems to be it. And it, it puts me in harm's way. And I, I hope all of you, when you see my videos, you share it, you like it, you join the channel, because I'm just building up Rumble. You can go to Rumble and do this if you're watching on it, share it. I'm pushing everything towards BBS Radio, and if you want to make a donation, just go to lotusguide.com forward slash donation, and you can leave a donation, because I don't have any commercials going or anything. Um... And I'm not being supported by Pfizer. Will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. 
And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Look at these two people. I mean, John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, they weren't perfect. Nobody is. But we let them both get assassinated and just continued on with their lives because, you know, we had cars in the driveway and house and food and our kids were going to school. We didn't care. I mean, that's the, that's the cold, hard truth. The only people that cared were labeled as conspiracy theorists, which was a term made up by, wait for it, the CIA. Um, I don't know. Folks, are we going to get what we deserve? I mean, is that what's coming? That's a sad state of affairs. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned. No rumor is printed. No secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program. For from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people. For I have complete confidence and the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors. For as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, Without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Sola decreed it a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment, the only business in America specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to amuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises. I don't know if you're watching this. <clears throat> Look at Johnson in the background. This guy had something to do with that. You know, he had something to do with that. Um, I don't know. Why do we let these people continually get away with this? All it takes for bad people to do bad things is for good people to do nothing. And our choices to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign but close at hand and local. It means greater attention to improved understanding of the news, as well as improved transmission. And it means, finally, that government at all levels must meet its obligation 
to provide you with the fullest possible information outside the narrowest limits of national security. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. So what he said there at the end, I leave it to the printing press. Ladies and gentlemen. I think we really need to think about that because the printing press is totally failing us. Um, at this point, I, I don't know what to say about anybody because I, I don't trust any of the politicians. I don't trust any of the government agencies. I don't trust anything that's being told to me. I have a little bit of trust in people like Glenn Beck. I have a little bit of trust in people like Ben Shapiro. Um, Russell Brand, he's, he's pretty good. Talks a little too fast for me, but, you know, forget the messenger. Listen to the message. And I, I trust my critical thinking, my powers of deductive reasoning. And when you align that with facts, and this is why it's difficult right now. I'm, I'm just being personal right now and letting you know how it's going for me. It's really tough. We just lost a couple of, I thought, good friends. And maybe they are. Maybe they're just so fucked up that um, I don't know. We, we had them over for dinner. My wife cooked them a really great dinner. And everything was going fine until uh, my wife brought up Trump and just said, you know, what do you think about Trump, you know? And I was in the living room, and I, I asked the husband, have you seen 2,000 Mules? Oh, my God. I mean, they, they both got, it got so awkwardly quiet, and eventually they left in a sort of a silent rage, I guess you might say. I even walked him out to the car and told him I love him, care about him, you know, sorry for, you know, making him feel uncomfortable. Um, then a couple days later, he texted me, wanted me to meet because our friendship is so important. Da, 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 da. So we met at a restaurant. And from the time he came in, I, I could see that he was really fragile. I mean, we're talking about fragile. He was shaking, and hands were sweating. And, and he, he did nothing but wanting to prove me wrong, basically. And I just sat and listened for quite a while until finally I said, okay, look, man, dude, why don't we leave it at this? You know, we're like spiritual brothers on this amazing journey. Neither one of us are for sure about what we're talking about. And then he looked at me and I asked him, so what are you thinking right now? And he says, I think you're just bullshitting me, you know. And that was right after I laid my heart and soul out on the table and uh, tried to create a connection. So I'm sort of done now with talking with people because I, I'm understanding also that to have an intelligent conversation with the average person, they don't have enough information. They, they have disinformation, misinformation, and no information. And to catch them up with data and research and actual factual information to get them caught up to the point to where we can have an intelligent adult conversation would take a couple of months. They're so screwed up and probably take some psychiatrists on top of it. So, you know, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this in a podcast, but um, maybe I should. Maybe this is what we need to do is start being totally honest with ourselves with you, whoever's listening to me. Uh, I'm getting ready to really start promoting my podcast. It's only a, once every other week. And that's about all I can handle. Uh, so I, I should say it's all I want to handle. If I was 25 and had nobody depending on me, 
it would be a different story. You know, like I say, I'm 74. You know, my, my wife is 60, 62. And I, I just want to walk my dog. We have a pond on the back part of our property, a creek, you know, good well, garden, chickens, building a goat cage right now. I, I want to be able to shut the gate with a sign on it saying, when the world stops going crazy, give me a call. Until then, keep out. Um, I have my Skylink. Um, it gets really good upload, download, so I can close down my uh, center here in paradise. I just want to go home, people. I just want to go home and uh, be with my wife and my dog. It's not asking too much at my age, is it? You know, I have no idea how I'm going to make money, but, you know, if, if I can't make money and I, if I can't make my life work by being open and honest, then whatever life I have shouldn't be. And um, I'll just head on down the highway with my wife, maybe go to Brazil or someplace. I'm not worried about it. I just want to be left alone and be able to speak the truth as I see it uh, without the repercussions of idiots out there that are still arguing over if men can get pregnant and all the other bullshit. I, I don't have time for it anymore. I'm storing up food and getting ready. It's not because I'm in fear. I've been accused of being in fear and being scared. And No, I'm not. Uh, I, I, I actually am not. You know, I, I have a, a Rottweiler dog that watches my property 24 hours a day. I have three security cameras and a few more that people don't even see. I have alarms all over around the property with fencing and gates. I, I'm not worried at all. I'm not fearful because I've taken care of tying up the camel, as they say in the Middle East. Believe in Allah, but tie up your camel first. I've tied up my camel, and he's well fed, and I'm okay. And I stay out of fear uh, because fear is a low frequency. And if you haven't watched my Watiko series, parts one through five, I'm probably going to do more because I, I don't think people get it. There is an interdimensional entity that comes in through lower frequency realms from other dimensions. And I'm repeating myself if you've, if you've watched my YouTube, or not YouTube because they, they don't like this stuff. Uh, if you've watched my Rumble channel or BBS or bit shoot to some extent, um, you'll know I've talked about this before. We've been warned about these interdimensional beings for millennia. Everybody from Plato, the Sumerians, the Mesopotamians, right on up to Heraclitus and on up to Swedenborg and Rudolf Steiner, Eckhart Tolle, Carl Jung, they've all warned us about this about this. The Gnostics called them the Archons. The Islamic people call it the Jinn. The Christians call them demonic spirits, entities. I mean, how much do we need to be told something before we start paying attention? Because at the, at the very beginning of the fall of every empire, every civilization, the Romans, Greeks, whatever, as it starts falling and creating fear in the people, where they turn against each other. That low frequency of fear is the door that opens to this portal that brings in these entities even more. And I know you've probably, if you're watching this, you've probably seen how many of your friends and neighbors and family are just acting really strange. I mean, I can't tell you how many people say to me, Man, I, I can't believe my brother-in-law is saying the things he's saying. He used to be this and that, but now he's, he's like gone. And the people that are, have Trump derangement, I mean, you, you can't even talk to them. You, you, can't, you can't talk to them about 
the color of green without it being some kind of ear for Trump. And they, they're totally stuck there. Uh, the people are for Biden. I mean, you, you can't even bring up dementia or Alzheimer's or just simply getting old. I mean, he can't put his jacket on. His glasses fall out. He shakes hands with nobody there. He wants to shake hands with somebody that just got through shaking his hands and thought, oh, did they already shake my hand? He's losing his mind, people. And I would, it'd be different if I'd say, well, he's making uh, a lot of these tough decisions. He's not making any decisions at all. The people behind him are making decisions, so I can guarantee you. They're making decisions like crazy. Okay, let's switch gears here a little bit and come up to a closer time on what's happening, like in the Ukraine, for instance. Uh, Once again, if you're not informed and you've been disinformed, misinformed, you're probably going to think I'm crazy. But the Ukraine has always been a hotbed of, of Nazi fascists, of people that's went there and they've created 15, but now it's up to 90, I believe, of biotech weaponized labs where they're actually working on viruses to kill people. And a lot of these viruses are being worked on. They're genetically designed to only attack a certain genome. And um, that's all in the Ukraine. Now, is Putin a good guy? I doubt it. He's not a, not a good guy. But is it a good guy that ends up watching our backs? Do, do we really care about, just like Trump, I mean, do we care about that he has terrible tweets, he has orange hair, he's said some really bad things in the locker room? I mean, um, I think we need to get past the messengers in this case and see what is happening underlying this. Um, Watch this, and you let me know what you think. Here we go. Thierry on Twitter wrote that everyone who touches Zelensky resigns, which is interesting. After failing the UK at every opportunity to serve globalist interests, Boris Johnson resigns as prime minister, to which the Russian Kremlin expressed good riddance. Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi, who helped deliver Italian weapons to Ukraine and rallied support for Ukraine's entry into the EU, announced his resignation. Last month, Estonian Prime Minister Kaja Kallas expelled the populist center-left center party, claiming that she needed to form a new government to support Ukraine in their war against Russia. And on Thursday, Kallas officially resigned as a formality to form a new government, which she has already reached a consensus between the center-right Reform Party, the Social Democrats, and the conservative Fatherland Party to form a new three-party government to support Ukraine. And Sri Lanka's president, Godabaya Rajapaksa, who supported the Ukraine despite sanctions crippling his own nation, emailed in his resignation after fleeing the country. And there he is running with his suitcase full of money. Uh, and, And Sri Lanka, the reason they're in such bad shape is they tried to follow the new Green Deal and tried to do everything exactly as they should. Um, it doesn't work, folks. It doesn't work uh, for a number of reasons. We need to ease into being more green. Um, need to ease into it. Beyond resignations and beyond meet and greets with Ukraine's puppet President Zelensky, we have also just seen the assassination of popular anti-globalist leader Shinzo Abe, and the dramatic loss of confidence expressed by the people towards Macron, Trudeau, and Biden. What is happening here? On Celia Farber's The Truth Barrier, Catherine Austin Fitz explains that we are seeing a clean-out or political castration of leaders.
Now, Catherine Austin Fitz, interesting woman. She was called in by a previous administration to do a complete audit of everything. And at the end of the audit, there was trillions of dollars missing. And at the end of her speech to Congress, she said, there's only one thing that I can possibly think of that explains any of this because I can't find the money. She said, this has to do with something off planet. And I I think, and many people think, that she was trying to drop a hint there. Aggie, Johnson, Biden, Macron, Abe, their political capital is exhausted and or they will not push the next wave aggressively. Mr. Global is looking to bring in a whole new round of fresh, meaner leadership. The next wave is total collapse. And it's not easy to find people willing to be the fall guy for the destruction of a nation. It takes a special type of person, which might explain why California Governor Gavin Newsom visited the White House right after Joe Biden was shuffled off to Israel to mumble about the Holocaust. Biden is even unsettling to the stupid, and this entire operation requires stupidity. So things are going to keep getting stranger, but it probably won't last much longer because the global financial reset is now imminent. Sri Lanka was just the beginning, and it looks like South Africa could be next, followed by everyone. The fiat fractional reserve banking scheme has been robbing the people blind for decades. But eventually, all the money runs out. And the financial pundits are all saying it's this year. The dollar has just reached parity with the euro. And fudging the numbers will no longer work. They have only one solution left, and that's war. War has often been used to save failing fiat currencies. And having no other options, the psychotic bureaucrats in charge will go to war with Russia, which will only hasten the financial collapse of the West. If it comes to World War III, then it will be the final death blow, making way for a new system. Which means that unless you're holding on to real money, you will soon be broke. Because all that paper in our wallets and numbers on our screens is going to soon be worthless. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. <clears throat> There's a lot coming out about the quantum financial system that's in play right now. They're going to digitize money. And these are real people doing real things. These are actual uh, patents being formed. These are bills going through Congress that nobody seems to know about. But we're going to wake up one morning, like they did in 1929, and go to the bank. Uh, there's a chain across the door. What's that about? Well, we know what it's about now. It was the reshuffling of money, and they waited until everything got so low that they bought pennies on the dollar, stocks, and that was a massive influx of wealth going to a few people. Look what's happening now. You, you wait you wait until this digital currency comes in and people are stuck with a, a bunch of paper money that is basically not going to be any good, you know. You know, sometimes, um, I don't know. It, it's easy for me to sit here and talk about all this stuff, but what what is the solution? What is the solution? I mean, as me as an individual, I, I can't do too much. You know, it's, what can I do? Um, I guess it boils down to what, what can you do for yourself that would help other people. And whatever I do to myself, for myself, I, I always factor in how this will affect other people around me and make sure that it's, it's going to be okay with them too. But I um, I think we're getting to a point to where as this progresses, 
and, I, and I'm saying this as a warning, not to get you all fearful or anything. Like I say, if you get prepared, you know, the Brazilian word for worry is preocupado, preoccupied. In other words, it's what you do before you get off your ass and get going and get occupied. Uh, if, if you're going out there and you're starting to get prepared, get occupied, you're not going to be afraid. People look at you and go, oh, you're really afraid. No, you're not, because you're doing something. It's the people sitting at home, sitting on the couch, watching Netflix, stupid, moronic stuff, and uh, dancing with the stars and American Idol and all the other bullshit. That That's the people that's sitting around worrying because they're not doing anything. You know, I suggest you get up off that couch and... Probably if you're listening to me and you continue to listen to this point, you're probably not a couch potato sitting around. Okay, now I, I know I'm going to lose some of you, but if I do, just I, I really don't care at this point. Alex Jones, when, when he's wrong, he's usually really wrong, and he, but he does come back and he admits it. Uh, he just lost a big court case about Sandy Hook thing, saying it was a hoax. Um, but I tell you, I looked at some of the news clips and I wondered too, you know, okay, he shouldn't have said it was a hoax. It probably did cause, uh, some of the parents to go through even more stress and everything else. And he probably should, uh, have a lawsuit. Um, you know, two or $3 million would have been, I think, adequate. I mean, they tried to get $250, $300 million, but couldn't do it because even the jury didn't see it as that wrong. But he came back out and he, even way before the lawsuit and admitted that, no, it seems like it really did happen. And it's if you look at the millions of minutes that he's talked about everything, we're talking about, what, I think 20-some minutes that he actually talked about Sandy Hook. And if that's the case, okay, well... What's fair for the goose, it should be for the gander. What about all of the news networks? We went to Iraq. Thousands and thousands of our soldiers died. Millions of Iraqis all over weapons of mass destruction. And, and they kept burying us with this false information, fake news, are they responsible to some of the soldiers that actually died? Thousands of them? You know, thousands. They've never once even admitted it. Well, Bush did in a comic kind of a thing. He was having a roast or something, and he, he said, and how about those weapons of mass destruction? Where are they? And it was like a big joke, and everybody laughed. Uh, I tell you, I'm not laughing anymore. I'm not laughing at all. This is Alex Jones, and uh, like I say, if you don't like it, well, tough. He, he does bring up some really good points here. And I, Alex Jones was right. 95% of the time, he's been right. He's been so far ahead of the curve that it seems like he might have been wrong. But then when it comes out that he was right, everybody seems to forget about it. Same thing with me with chemtrails and UFOs and CERN and vaccinations and everything else. You know, if if you're speaking like from the edge of the precipice trying to warn people, hey, if we go any further, it's going to be dangerous. The operating system of the Saxe-Coburg-Gotha families, which is the oldest bloodline of European bloodlines in the world in which all European bloodlines agree are their progenitors, Going back to their founder, Vlad the Impaler, Count Dracula is the recognized head of the entire dynasty. His Royal Highness Prince Charles, who can trace his ancestry back to Romania's dark and distant past. The genealogy shows that I'm descended from Vlad the Impaler. So I do have a bit of a stake in the country. As it were. And so this house of the dragon that flies the dragon banner, the Dracul, rule the planet. Just like Revelation tells us the dragon. And it's allied with the other dragon, Chaikoms. By the way, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, Russian flag. Check it out sometime. It's a knight with a white hat on a horse, and the horse has his hoof on a reptilian. 
and its goal is feudalism, but with a high-tech overlay. We're developing through technology an ability for consumers to measure their own carbon footprint. What does that mean? That's where are they traveling? How are they traveling? What are they eating? What are they consuming on the platform? So individual carbon footprint tracker. So if that's the case, they want to track all of this. I, I don't, by the way, I don't think any of this is going to work. It, it, these people can't even get up of a morning and make horrendous mistakes. But people like um, Yuval Harari, you know, he, he's saying that you think you have willpower? That's over. And he's so proud of, to, to tell us that your days of having willpower is over because they're going to hack human beings. I mean, check this stuff out, people. I mean, they're telling us what they're going to do. Mm. Stay tuned. We don't have it operational yet, but this is something that we're working on. Total biometric surveillance. If we want to stop this epidemic, we need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. And if you go back to the Aztecs, or the ancient Chinese, or the ancient Europeans, or the ancient Africans, everybody behaved the same. You had cycles, and you would get cycles of, of society building up, developing technology, agrarian systems, developing towns and cities, and then the cults take over, the high priests take over, and they always use environmental reasons for the reason that they have to dominate and demand human sacrifices and control over the public. So the Illuminati is basically just an extension of the mystery religion system, the whole type of philosophy. Yes, it was a way of hoarding knowledge and power to a few special people. And how do they hoard the knowledge? Uh, well, when I say knowledge, some of the knowledge is pseudo-knowledge and some of the knowledge is actually uh, scientific knowledge which enabled, for instance, Christopher Columbus to be certain that he could sail to um, sail across across the Atlantic. And now, the the picture you were looking at in the background there that was uh, some video that Alex Jones took years ago in the Bohemian Grove. And when they were caught red-handed doing a sacrifice to apparently what it looked like was a baby. Uh, they denied it at first until the video came out. And they said, well, it wasn't really a baby. It was just a doll. Do we really want politicians that are bowing down to the god Baal and sacrificing baby dolls? And do you think that it's always a baby doll? No. Hit land. He was associated with the Knights Templars, which is one of these secret societies associated with the Illuminati. So... So you've got different types of knowledge, but some of the knowledge is actually bogus. It's just it's just claimed so that they can get people to join whatever mystery religion they're they're trying to offer. And the UN and others at the Club of Rome in the 1960s, early 1960s, said we're going to bring back the superstition of the pagans, and we're going to teach people they're bad, and teach them they're evil, and teach them that they have to pay and teach them that old people have to die and babies have to be killed because there's too many people. By the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, the Alex's War is like, number. It, it was number two on the largest DVD platform, um, iTunes or something like that, uh, just under uh, Tom Cruise's movie out. That tells you something. But this will tell you even more. Alex Jones has a, a book out called The Great Reset, which I ordered. And it's uh, the fight for the domination of the world or something like that. It's number nine in the world. Number nine. Of, of all, there's 60,000 books every year that's published. To be number nine in the world, it's it was number two or three on Amazon. I think it might even be above number one by now. This is how many people are waking up to what Alex Jones has been talking about. Yeah, I know. He has a rough voice. I know. He, he seems a little out there sometimes. I know, I know, I know, I know. But listen to what he's saying. 
Why do you think little sayings like don't kill the messenger has stuck with us for millennia? Because this is what we do. If we don't like the message, we kill the messenger. But we need to get over this nonsense and, and grow up spiritually as a planetary being and take our place out in the cosmos. I totally, totally think, based upon a lot of evidence, that we're being watched, but we have to claim our sovereignty. And sovereignty really comes into this, too. Um, I don't even want to get into that right now because it's too early for me to say too much. But let's just put it this way. Millions of people are changing their status. And there's a big deal about that. Um, when, I, when I first started looking into it, 45,000 people had done it. Last time I did, uh, two and a half million people. And I noticed most of the people that's doing it are lawyers and politicians. They know something. So that we have a barbarous civilization that's the opposite of the Renaissance and Christianity, but one that is kill and be killed. And we believe this is the natural system of survival of the fittest, social Darwinism. And so we're going to bring this back. And that's the real system we're transitioning to now. We hear about a transition. So they've decided to get rid of that and replace it with the old authoritarian model of barbarism that has the exact same features, no matter what color you are or where your ancestors came from, humans act the same in these cycles over and over again. The satanic rituals that they carry out, which are horrendous traditional uh, rituals, uh, blood sacrifices, requires um, a certain level of, of insanity and disassociative ability. If you... That, that thing we just watched briefly of Biden talking, it was like 20 minutes and he only blinked six times. How can you... Try not blinking six times in 20 minutes. It's almost impossible. There's something wrong with his mind. Maybe he's been taken over by Wetiko. I don't know. And the blood sacrifices. I I have this YouTube. I think they took it down. But Keanu Reeves, it was a rare moment when he got on and did a little video and uploaded it. And he's saying, wow, I, I went to a party in Hollywood last night or the night before. And it was so weird because people were carrying around baby bottles with baby blood. And I asked him, what's that about? They said, well, it has adrenochrome in it. Yeah, you want to want to drink? He said, no, I think I'll pass. And they were getting high on adrenochrome. Do you, do you know how they get adrenochrome? They traumatize a baby and take the blood out and hopefully not kill it, but they traumatize it and it, and it creates, creates adrenochrome. Uh, Zuckerberg went to Pedophile Island, Jeffrey Epstein's place. He said that, yeah, I tried the adrenochrome. He says, oh, whoa, it was the best high I've ever had. These people are telling us what they're doing. They're drinking baby blood with adrenochrome in it. I mean, then the producer that was giving the party said, hey, Keanu, come with me. Takes him into the kitchen, opens the freezer, and there's a, a frozen baby there. And Keanu says, I just completely lost it. I just held back and I, I hit him in the mouth as hard as I could hit him and walked out. He says, I don't know what's going on, but it's pretty, pretty dark. So when you hear things like this, trust me on this, there's something going on that's not right. And again, this could be these interdimensional entities coming in and taking people over that we've been warned about for millennia, but nobody seems to want to listen. Because it's a hard one to take. But I think we start, we need to start listening. A normal sane person, and you had to participate in the higher level Illuminati rituals, you'd probably go crazy. It's absolutely essential that they, uh, they maintain the bloodlines. These are religious sacraments to these people of power over you. 
and they don't like the fact you're straight and strong. They don't like the fact you're good. They don't like the fact you're hardworking. They don't like the fact you want justice. They want to hurt you. They want to dominate you to fill that empty spot in their heart. And I don't know if you know this, but they just hired, well, they're in the process of hiring 87,000 uh, IRS agents to come out and, and they're arming them. They're having them carry guns and use deadly force. Look on the website. They want them to use deadly force if necessary to start collecting taxes. Do you think they're going to go to Mark Zuckerberg or Elon Musk or Amazon? Any of these people? No. <laughs> they're, they're coming after us. And, and probably it'll be more like uh, getting things in the mail, you owe $50, you owe $75, and you think, I don't owe $75, but are you going to hire a lawyer and fight the government? No, you're just going to pay it. They're going to bleed us dry. But why are they hiring 87,000 IRS agents and arming them with pistols to come out and talk to us? I, I don't think so. Why is the Chinese buying huge pieces of land by every major military base? Why are the Chinese buying up land, agricultural land in California? And they're not growing on it. Why did Bill Gates, he's one of the largest agricultural landowners. Why aren't they growing food if we need food? I mean, these are questions that need to be asked. But if you ask them to the wrong people, you get censored. And that should tell you something right there. Okay, we've reached the end of uh, another show. Man, I can't believe how fast time goes. Um, once again, I appreciate you listening to me. I'm sorry I'm not a little more entertaining, funny. Uh, I, I should have some kind of a thing going on to make this a little more entertaining, I suppose, but I, I just don't feel like entertaining people anymore. I just want to give you the facts as I see them, as I am running across them, because I, I have the time to look over and research, and this is what I'm finding out, and, and I think we're in deep, deep trouble on the planet, but the United States of America, not the United States, Inc., that's already bankrupt. Um... Like Biden, he's the president of the White House, Inc. Now, uh, we only have actually one president, and that's the president of the United States of America. And it's not Biden. And the fact that you know who I'm talking about tells you what's going on and how many people knows what's really happening, especially with the recent, I don't care what you call it, it's a raid on uh, Trump's house in Mar-a-Lago. That's never happened before. And what about uh, Hillary and her 30-some thousand emails? And within those emails, there was evidence that she was part of murdering somebody. There's evidence that she was part of all kinds of collusion. And her email account was hacked by someone from a different country, and they have all that information. And when she was supposed to bring it in, she acid-washed it, took a hammer to it, and beat it into a thousand pieces. That's against the law. Why is she not under arrest? Hunter Biden, he's a crack addict. You know, he's, he has a terrible addiction. He goes out with all kinds of hookers, snorting up crack cocaine, doing all kinds of deals with the Communist Chinese Party, is sitting on the board of Burisma in wait for it, Ukraine, and doing all of these backhanded deals, and his dad holds back a billion dollars and is bragging to the uh, Council on Foreign Relations. He, he says that they were doing an investigation, and he wanted to fire the investigator that was actually investigating Burisma, and in turn, his son. He held back a billion dollars, and he's sitting there all smug and says, and Son of a bitch, they fired the guy. I mean, that's against the law. That's against the law. And the fact that these people are not being arrested 
tells you our our government is broken, our agencies are broken, and um, I don't know. I'm getting real close to just shutting my gate and and just telling the whole world, you know. You come to your senses, give me a call. But until then, if you visit my Lotus Guide website, I'm going to keep that up because it's a good community calendar on there. I, I still send out a community email to 10,000 people. Um, if you go to lotusguide.com forward slash donation, uh, you can donate there through a, a really good PayPal link specifically set up. And if it's a large donation and you want a tax credit, just let me know. I can send you the EIN number so you can take it off of your taxes. And my email is rahasia, R-A-H-A-S-Y-A, at USA.com. And thank you so much for listening. And um, we're going to get to the bottom of this before it gets to the bottom of us. You take care. Good night.